Welcome to the Miss Amanda Chen Show podcast. We're in season five, learning how to live. In today's episode, I want to talk about authenticity and showing up for yourself. I really love this quote I came across by the poet Henry David Thoreau that says we are constantly invited to be who we are. Invited being the key word. My challenge is that I don't have consistency in showing up. I know what it takes to show up, but I don't think I do it all the time. And what's worse is I beat myself up when I know that I've shown up as a false self and someone has acknowledged and accepted that. And I feel like I have to now continue as that false self forever. And that is so exhausting. As you know, I've been a little less satisfied with my choice of housing this month and feeling the effects of it. The usual me would be beating myself up, wondering how could I have not seen the signs and feel generally disappointed with everything. The food I cook doesn't taste as great. I can't enjoy the space as much as I would like, blah, blah, blah. Always feeling like I'm missing out or there's a lack here. I'll talk about this in another episode, but I really have difficulty in accepting the decisions I make and maybe that has something to do with trust. Last week, I attended a virtual meditation retreat where I really contemplated what it takes to show up as my authentic self and what have I been hiding? This retreat was very different from the only other one that I attended last year, which was a silent meditation retreat. And this is when you practice looking into yourself without any external factors. Also, it was in person rather than online. In this virtual retreat, it was all about sharing yourself and your experiences. And I found I had no words to share when it came to talking about myself. I guess I've just felt like it didn't matter. It was just another day. I was just struggling a little with meditation. There weren't any major things that happened and it just clicked for me. Wow, I only share information with people when a significant event has happened and I have reacted to it in a certain way, or I need to react in a certain way and I'm asking for advice on how to maneuver. Otherwise, do I really just talk about how I feel today? Hardly ever. I didn't even know where to start. And when I did start, I realized all I did was complain. I learned that I only knew how to express anger and frustration. Either that, or I'd bring up imaginary concepts or expectations that I had of myself that I was seeking affirmation for. And when I didn't receive it, I felt like I was failing at such a basic level, like I couldn't even introduce myself or talk about myself genuinely. Who even am I? With a personal discipline to meditate twice a day, the anger and frustration just started to dial down naturally toward the end of the week. Mainly because every morning we met in smaller groups of five to just share something forcing me to practice showing up and speaking up. I found myself getting more comfortable in this practice, just saying something, anything, and hearing myself speak, and not needing everything that comes out of my mouth to be something amazing. As someone who is known for always dropping truth bombs, I realized my greatest fear was the idea of not having any truths to drop today. At the closing ceremony for this retreat, we had to talk about what the differences was a week before when I first started the retreat to now. And sure, I feel more calm, I feel more centered, all the things that you get from practicing meditation actively for a whole week. But my greatest realization is how much I have closed myself off from sharing. People can only know what I show, and I can't be understood, validated, appreciated, accepted, all of these things if I don't express my true self. We were also asked what we have been called to do after this retreat, and I said I wanted to focus on showing up for myself and integrating my learnings in real life. It's actually very easy to stay calm and settled when you're in your own company. You're safe with your own demons. You know how to tolerate them. But when they show up in front of others, how do you deal? I'm going to be honest here. I am feeling kind of lonely and isolated in the city, even though it's literally full of life. I'm out almost every night with a new friend and, you know, what appears to be living the dream life. But whose dream life is that exactly? 
The more I continue doing this, the more I feel like I'm living a false sense of myself. The real me doesn't even actually want to join all of these events and know where all the cool spots are. Who am I actually trying to impress? In an attempt to make some new friends, I took a photo of myself on my new rooftop and I put up a post on a Facebook community group asking if anyone would like to join me for a sunrise yoga class. I mean, there must be other morning people out here that want to do yoga. And to my surprise, or maybe not surprisingly, there were a lot of these types of people crawling over the internet. Before long, I had 15 people in my WhatsApp group and I started to get nervous about how I would even pull this off. Do I even have space for people on the rooftop? Am I even allowed to do this? I mean, I live here and I pay rent, right? I guess it should be fine. Maybe I'm feeling the remnants of the days that I used to host cocktail classes in my condo in Toronto and that whole thing was just super mad weird when the guests, you know, help themselves to additional drinks off my bar cart. Um, you know, personal space and all those things. The night before my first class, I couldn't sleep at all. I was tossing and turning, both wondering if I was going to leak because it's shark week for me and also worrying about not waking up in time and being absolutely horrified about a group of yogis just waiting outside my locked door. Luckily, I was awake by 6am and had more than enough time to prepare. So I haven't taught a yoga class since Christmas time and personally, I was a little nervous, I felt a little rusty, but surprisingly it all went well. Luckily, there was only three people that showed up, so it was a nice and intimate class. We all left and I went out for coffee with one of the girls. And when I got back, an older woman living in the compound was standing outside the gate with a stern look, ready to call me out. Cautiously, I walked over, I politely said, good morning, and she said I shouldn't be operating a business here, that this is a residential place and that she has told the landlord about it and that they will handle the conversation with me. And I said, oh, okay. I wasn't sure what else to say. And that wasn't enough for her. She continued to tell me that it was 7.30 in the morning and I was on a microphone upstairs waking up the whole place. I wanted to say that I obviously didn't have a microphone, but felt this wasn't the place to say it, so I just stayed quiet. The silence just caused her to want to continue, asking me what, did I think that I could get away with it? Did I think that no one was going to notice that it would just be fine just because it was spiritual? My heart was racing. I wanted so badly to clap back. But I stayed calm and I let her finish. She kind of brushed everything off at the end saying, well, it doesn't matter. I guess you're just going to do whatever you want anyway. In full expectation that I was going to, I don't know, walk off, continue doing my classes and just continue as if this aggressive encounter never existed. I don't know. And I think that was the moment that I had some space to process things. And I just blurted out, actually, yeah, I did think it would be fine. I did think that no one would care. It was yoga. It's not like I'm having a banger with 15 people all night until sunrise with loud music and alcohol. I thought this was going to be chill with just me and three friends. And then I said, but I understand that you feel uncomfortable about this and I respect that we all share the space. And so out of that respect, I'll obviously stop holding classes here and find somewhere else to host them. It had completely harmless intentions. In no way am I trying to come in and make your life worse for my own betterment and no problem. I can stop. It's not about trying to make a business out of my home. And I didn't try to convince her or convert her or change her perspective. I just answered. And she just looked at me in surprise. All of a sudden, in front of me, her entire demeanor changed. She said, thank you for saying this. She said that she was actually so impressed with my answer. And then she said, you don't know what people are like. Some people just do whatever they want. And I really appreciate you for hearing me. And finally, she said that she's just not a spiritual person at all. And I realized all of this was just a projection about her. And I was just who she decided to choose to project on today. 
Let me also say that during this whole conversation, I had tears crawling out of my eyes, I was shaking all over, and as I was walking back to my place, I struggled to unlock and open my door. I was shocked at how I handled it all and I still needed a lot of time to process it after the fact. I'm so proud that I stood up for myself finally and I was able to change the circumstance, but it doesn't change the fact that I still feel really uneasy here. And in reflecting about these two random neighbors, I think it's so silly I cared so much about what they thought. Why did it matter if they liked me or not? We all pay for the space and we just live here. We don't have to be BFFs, but here I was trying to hide myself so that I wouldn't be rejected. And at that time, it just felt safer to show a false self because if that was rejected, at least it wasn't my real self. And that was my weird way of protecting myself, I guess. It's really easy to show up and be authentic in front of a bunch of supportive people online at a meditation retreat. But what about in real life with someone who has no desire to make peace with you? In fact, would like to protest against you just for the sake of you being different from them. This person, my neighbor, believed that she was wronged by me for whatever reason and had the expectation that I was going to continue to wrong her. She was operating in survival mode when there was no emergency. And most of the time, this is how we act. We're always acting in survival mode when there is no fire. Why do we live like this? I didn't need to respond with fire and actually prove that there was a problem. But it's hard with people. You never know how they're going to act. At the end of the day, who even is one person in your life? Why give them so much power to dictate how you're going to feel in your own skin? As painful and unusual and awkward as it might feel to show up, just do it for you. There's no one saving me out here. I just have to show up or I go to bed as someone I know I'm not. And I just can't live with that anymore. That's all I have for you this week. I hope you enjoyed this episode and let me know how you are showing up today. And if showing up has been easy, hard, difficult, weird, challenging for you and how you deal with being authentic and genuine and showing up for yourself. I'd love to hear that. Let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram and make sure to subscribe and follow me. And I'll see you next Wednesday with another episode on the Miss Amanda Chen Show podcast.